0: Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 380. A major wedding anniversary is as good an excuse as any to go on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and this week's cruise story is all about Diana and her husband celebrating their 35th anniversary on Enchantment of the Seas. Here we go. Our next cruise story takes us to visit a friend, Diana Baker from Washington State. And uh, I guess I'm not even going to let, I'm going to let Diana tell us about it because this is a great story. Diana, welcome to the Rogue Green Blog Podcast.
1: Thanks, Matt. I'm glad to be here.
0: Absolutely. So where are we going today?
1: Well, so just to give a little bit of background, um, my husband and I um, were married in 1984. And so we Had a honeymoon, obviously. And so our honeymoon was in Nassau, Bahamas. And what happened was that we we have a um, membership and a frequent flyer with Alaska Airlines. And so we had a companion fare that we have to use by a certain date or else we'd lose it. Um, So we had been cruising a couple of times. And normally I wouldn't kind of consider a, a short cruise for obvious reasons. Traveling over 3,000 miles to get there is, is one of them. But because our, our honeymoon had been in Nassau, because we had this companion fare that was expiring, we decided to book a cruise on Jewel of the Seas, leaving from Port Canaveral. It was just a four-night cruise, um, but it was going to Nassau and then Coco Cay before it became Perfect Day.
0: Okay, nice. Love that. Classic, classic Coco Cay.
1: Oh, Coco Key. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. (laughs) But, um, so my husband and I, our first cruise ever was on freedom of the seas on a truck or actually it was a partial ship charter with, um, high seas rally in 2013. And that was our first cruise ever. It was my first cruise ever. And the bug really bit me hard. So we had been on a, a second high seas rally cruise and we had been on a trans-pacific cruise with Holland America before we decided to undertake this short cruise. We, um, like Joy had mentioned in her Freedom of the Seas 25th anniversary cruise, we're, we're from a long way away and so we wanted to kind of make the most of the time. So we, we followed your advice and we flew in a day early um, into Orlando and then took the um, shuttle over to Port Canaveral, and we spent the night at Radisson at the port um, the night before the cruise.
0: There you go, and of course, um, the Joy's cruise that <clears throat> Diane is talking about is episode 372, if you wanna take a look at the, listen to that one. And uh, you, as you know, love the flying in early, and uh, as I mentioned, it's not only great because it allows to make sure, or prevents rather, I should say, you know, any issues with travel delays, but also starts your vacation a little, a little earlier.
1: Yes. And I I noticed that when she was talking about her cruise, I guess they ended up, they took the um, free air and they ended up having a, um, a night owl flight in, which we knew we didn't want to do coming from the same distance that she did. So we, we flew in the day before we spent the night in, um, in Port Canaveral, well, at the uh, Radisson at the port. And then the next day we, um, we headed over to the terminal. But I would, I would say that we, we found some great places to eat. We ate dinner at the Radisson at the port, and it, was, it did not overwhelm us. But the next morning, I had done like a little recon walking around the night before. So we ate at this little restaurant called Zachary's, which is right next door for breakfast. And it was so good. So it started things off on the right foot where we, you know, we knew we could catch the shuttle over to the ship, but we had a nice breakfast and a relaxing ride over to the ship.
0: Nice. It's always nice to have like, you know, again, relaxing is the key word there. I think the last thing you want to do on the first day of your cruise is set yourself up for anxiety, right? Whether that is in the form of flying in the same day, whether that is, you know, how you get to the port. You just don't, you don't want to start off your vacation with that. So I agree a hundred percent that the, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's the right approach to do that. I'm so glad to hear that you guys also uh, went about it in that way.
1: Yeah. So we we got over to the terminal, and as I said, we we had been on a couple of cruises, so we were actually gold um, members by then. Um, but <laughs> it was kind of funny because we were so used to not not be having any status that we sat in the wrong area. We didn't even hear them mention the gold, you know, boarding time. So we all, we ended up being in the crush of people to get on the ship. But but that was totally on us. It wasn't anything due to the the cruise line. We. Um, We had gotten the beverage package. And so the first thing we did when we got on board was went right up to the bar and got the pineapple special. Um, And really just had a great time sitting there and relaxing, watching people come on. You know, We had our our carry-ons with us and we were perfectly prepared to sit and wait till one or two o'clock to get into our cabin. And so we knew that and it was nice knowing that because that way we weren't in a rush to get anywhere we had had a good breakfast, so we weren't in any hurry to get eat. I will say that we were first in line too at the terminal. We got there early enough that we were first in line to get into the terminal, which was kind of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. the. Uh, I mean, listen, as of uh, uh, someone once told me, a uh, good friend actually, you know, you can either wait around your hotel room or you can wait around the terminal. May as well wait at the terminal. And being early is nice. That's uh, it's it's a. Uh, I, I it almost like uh, eats at me not being there. Oh yeah,
1: it was, and so when we, when we got on board the ship, as I said, we, we sat down, there was an older couple that was sitting next to us, it was so neat because they were playing music out on the deck, we were by the pool deck, and this couple just got up and started dancing to the music, and it was just so sweet, it, it really mm-hmm. set the, the tone. My husband oh, and I don't dance much, but just seeing this couple enjoying themselves and celebrating being on a ship with each other was was awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's those little moments I think that really resonate.
1: So we um, we were actually in our cabinet by by 125 according to my notes. Because I, I like to take notes on my phone during the cruise. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, what? It's, Wait,
0: it's, well, if you have one twenty-five note, those aren't notes. That's a that's an action report, I believe. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, <laughs> that's that military background. <laughs> But um, at any rate, um, I had kept like a list of the different drinks that I wanted to try this time because in the past, you know, we we either hadn't had the beverage package or we had, but it was kind of a different environment. So I kind of like immediately set out on my my journey. So I I had like a chocolate martini and <laughs> just just wanted to kind of experience things right away. Yeah, so that was fun. Absolutely. We, we had an ocean view up until this time. We had only ever had balconies. Um, and I wanted to try an ocean view just to see what it was like. Plus it was a good deal cheaper. So we had an ocean view and we were on the, the third deck and we were up near the bow on the left side, the port side. So um, it, was a, it was a really nice room. It was pretty spacious. It had the great big um, window as opposed to a little porthole. And um, I, I really like having the the natural light, so it was nice having that. But it was one of those things where, okay, we've tried it, we probably won't do it again.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> we've done. I I know I've done ocean view one time. It was on Majesty of the Seas, and the only problem with Majesty's ocean view on our deck that we chose, it was Majesty is a weird configuration, and <clears throat> the room, the window, the porthole window was um, on the same side as the walking deck. So oh, people would so walk, walk by, yeah, people would walk by your room. So basically we had the, 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 it closed the whole time. Cause even if we weren't, you know, getting dressed, it's just awkward. It's weird. Like people like peering <laughs> in like, hello, can we help you? That would be weird. Yeah. I think that
1: the, then it would, it would pay to look at a deck plan site and make sure. They <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Cause we just had a view of the ocean. So that was, that was nice. And yeah. it was a nice big window, as I said. The bed butted up against it so it wasn't like you could sit in the window well i guess you could but it would have been kind of odd
0: yeah um, no it's definitely nice to be able to do something i mean to have the natural light outside of magic that's real that's an anomaly that's not that's the exception not the norm um but having that natural light especially if it's not that much more to go up from an inside up to an ocean view totally makes sense
1: yeah so we uh you know we did the whole sailway. i love sailing out of Fort canaveral it's just so so magnificent. And I actually captured a picture from the webcam of, oh, cool. of our ship leaving.
0: That is nice. So that's I, a nice way to kind of, um, some people will actually go to the lengths of pulling up the webcam while they're on the ship to see themselves go by, which is of course a little, little meta, but it's, well, you know,
1: I mean, that's what I did, but I, I just, I did a snapshot of it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't trying to get a picture of me. I just wanted to get a picture of the ship.
0: Sure. So, Makes sense. Yeah.
1: But, so we, um, I'm trying to think, I, I didn't maintain this note, but I, I'm pretty sure we probably ate um, in the in the Windjammer um, that night. Um, nice. And then, so the next day was at sea, day two. And so we, I know we had breakfast in the Windjammer because I had in my notes that it was hard to find the omelet station. <laughs> it was like around the corner. Um,
0: <laughs> I like it. But, First recon mission fail. Unable to acquire target. We'll send send another recon team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But when we were when we were eating breakfast, we had met this Brazilian couple in line, and they didn't speak any English, and we didn't speak any Portuguese, but we managed to communicate pretty well. So we ended up meeting up with them for breakfast and had an entertaining breakfast um, using the Google Translate on our phones to communicate.
0: That is really cool. I like that. I mean, that's just something you don't do anywhere. You would never do that in a hotel. You would never do that at a theme park. You would never do like, it's just at a museum. I mean, you would just, it's something that is very unique to cruising and you know, it's fun. I've had similar situations where we were at dinner. This is also on majesty. A lot of things happen on majesty. We, uh, we had a, it was us and another couple and the couple were from Puerto Rico and they spoke very little English but it was still fun. It was kind of, you know, it, it's a bit of a challenge. They're very nice, obviously. You can tell that without ever, you know, speaking a word in the same language, but it's kind of a neat thing, a neat occurrence that just doesn't occur on land. And I love that about cruising.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I, um, I ended up going to the sushi making class, which I highly recommend anybody who's going on a ship that offers it. Um, I will say, do not eat before you go
0: yes yes because
1: there's so much to eat of what you make they actually let me bring some of it back so i let my husband have some um he went to an art auction while i went to the sushi making class
0: yep, and the su- then sushi making great i agree with everything you just said diana um i overlooked it for a lot of time i was like i don't care about making it. i just want to eat it but it's a lot of fun and it is a meal it's not like you're making one roll and that's it it is a meal it's your lunch basically so plan accordingly
1: well, it also got me over my fear because I, I had never dreamed of trying to make sushi. And then when I saw how relatively easy it was, I ordered the, the little bamboo mats off Amazon and, you know, followed all their tips. And I made it when we got home.
0: Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. The, the hardest part is, the, I think, getting the right kind of rice, the sushi rice. Yeah, but, uh, the sushi rice. But it is very easy. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So we, um, we sat by the pool. We watched the belly flop contest. Um, and then we had dinner in Winjamer that night because it was gala night in the, um, main dining room and we don't really tend to dress up much. So we, we ate in the, in the Winjamer.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was day two. And then day three, we were finally in Nassau and it was kind of funny cause 35 years before that we had been at Cable beach, which I guess is now Baja Mar or something like that. I couldn't even pick it out as we were coming in. I had no idea where it was. Um, cause it was a long time ago, but we, um, so we did a tour with a guy named simply Dave. He was like, he drove a little van. So we did a tour of Nassau in the morning and then, um, had lunch at, at the, the beach. We could actually see the ship from where we had lunch. And then, um, in the afternoon, my husband did the jet mine simulation, which I'm pretty sure you've writ- written about or heard about.
0: Oh yes. Um, I love this place. Unfortunately, it closed.
1: Yeah. The, the the gentleman who ran at Ryan was just so neat. He walked over and got us. And it was an easy walk over there. There was a little bit of a software glitch, so we actually had extra time. And the funniest moment of that was that I was the passenger, obviously. My husband was flying the plane. Um, but it was so realistic that I was, I was doing some video of it. And we had like a little wobbly takeoff, and I ducked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This was a... Uh... So, for those who aren't aware, this is this was in NASA and it was a Boeing seven thirty seven flight simulator, and you didn't have any need any experience. It's just a it's a full cockpit recreation of a Boeing seven thirty seven, and I'm I listen. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. I went there two or three times, I believe, um, and it is a lot of fun. It was just so cool and different, um, and air conditioned. That's also a a big plus. You can walk ice
1: cold water there.
0: Yep. You could walk there from the cruise ship. It was so convenient. It was so great. Unfortunately, uh, this was, they actually closed out in November of 2019. I just checked their Facebook page to see if anything had changed, but, uh, obviously with COVID that's not going to do them any favors at, at all, but I would love I to see this wife, kind of thing elsewhere.
1: His wife was a school teacher. So I'm hoping that, you know, they were able to kind of like continue and then maybe it'll be back. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice to do, but it, it was, just, it was a cool excursion. It was actually offered through the Royal Caribbean at first,
1: yeah, that, that, that's how we did it was through Royal Caribbean. And then I learned that later it, he was just doing it on his own, but I tried to talk him up as much as I could on that trip advisor.
0: Yep. Um, absolutely. So, yeah.
1: so we, uh, we left Nassau pretty late. I think it was like eight o'clock at night. Um, and then the next day was Coco Key, Coco Cay. Um And back then it would, they were still working on the dock actually. So, we were still tendering, so and there were kind of long lines for the tender. So we ate breakfast and waited, and we got ashore probably about 11-ish. Um, they still had, like, the little tram, the little trolley. So we explored on that, and then we stopped at a bar because we had to have our Coco Locos, so two, three, however. <laughs> <laughs> and um, found some beach chairs, and then I had actually brought snorkel gear because I love to snorkel. So I went to the snorkel orientation, um, and then put on my gear. My my flippers were about 20 years old. So the inevitable happened. I got about a hundred feet out and one of my flippers broke. Oh no. So I came back in and I was talking to the the lady, her name is Claudia at the snorkel shack. And so she saved my day and she loaned me a pair free of charge. So I could keep on snorkeling,
0: which was just awesome. That's fantastic. Look at that. Some real Caribbean magic right there.
1: Yeah. So um, I did that. My husband was kind of watching and relaxing. And Then uh, we took kind of like an early tender back. It was nice and uncrowded, about two. Um, but the reason for that was that that was our 35th anniversary that day. And so I had tried to make reservations in the MDR and, you know, we had my time dining and I, I hadn't been able to. So I checked the app and I found a spot. So we ended up having our anniversary dinner at a, Two top win- or table by the window um, in the in the main dining room, so that was really neat. Nice. And they, it surprises with a little slice of anniversary cake. Oh,
0: yeah. I love hearing so, that. That's a great story. Yeah.
1: So so the saga was supposed to end the next day, where we were supposed to get back to Port Canaveral the next day, uh, which we did. And I had rented a car, and so we took the car kind of like a backroads way to Orlando and then spent the night in Orlando because we were supposed to fly out the next day on the night. Well, (laughs) that's when snowmageddon happened in Seattle. And so we were on our way to the airport in Orlando, literally on the shuttle. Mm -hmm. And I get a text from Alaska Airlines saying, hey, your flight's been canceled.
0: Oh, geez.
1: So we get to the airport and I'm trying to deal with the people there, but they're just like baggage handlers. They're, they they didn't really have a big Alaska presence in the mm-hmm. airport. And they are like, we can't do anything for you. And so I was, you know, on the phone, obviously, with Alaska. What they ended up doing was they ended up putting us on a flight to San Diego, hoping that at least then we'd be on the West Coast. Um, and then we... I went ahead and I just booked a hotel. <laughs> well, there were no flights out the next day, or actually, we were booked on like two or three, and all of them were canceled. So we ended up staying another day. And then we finally got out to, to fly out to Seattle on the 11th, so two days later. Um, I will put in a plug for travel insurance because Alaska was really good about trying to get us out on flights, but the travel insurance ended up paying for the hotel millennials.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. That's travel insurance is something that luckily I have bought and just wasted my money on. And I say wasted in a good way. Like I never had to use it, but uh, I'll tell you everyone who gets it and then runs into your situation is not like, you know, thank goodness nobody was like sick or injured, but having it boy it really just, it's like all insurance, right? It's always a waste of money until you actually need it. That is the best money you ever spent in your life.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we ended up taking three days to get home, basically, <laughs> or two days to get home, um, to about eight, eighteen inches of snow because we live in Eastern Washington, not Western Washington. So, yeah, okay, that's so, still
0: that's still a lot of snow. I mean, when you say Snoqualmie and Washington State, I mean, listen, Washington State, no offense, has quite the reputation of crying about snowstorms. <laughs> the Seattle people really do about it yeah. because when it snows there, it's very un- unusual, and they freak out in the similar way that people in the South freak out the snow. Um, but 18 inches is not, not, it's not, it's not nothing. That's a, that's a big storm.
1: Well, especially for us. Cause we're kind of like high, we're, we're, we're semi arid here. We're not a desert, but we're by no means a damp climate. And so, um, actually our neighbors had actually had come over and shoveled out our driveway for us. So when we took the, the, the back to our house from the airport, local airport, um, we were thinking we'd have to drag our suitcases through the 18 inches of snow but they had shoveled our driveway for us. So, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it sounds like I mean all all's well that ends well as they say yeah. and it sounds yeah. like a it sounds like a great trip and uh listen, congratulations on your uh, your you're obviously past this anniversary at this point, <laughs> but still congratulations. Still a, a nice thing to do there and I hope you get a chance very soon to be able to uh, repeat the trip or, or even do an even a better trip, another anniversary trip.
1: Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, we really enjoyed it. I, I really liked Enchantment. It was really neat to have the extra the extra part of it. I know some people don't like it, but I thought it was really neat the way it was kind of a stretched limousine as opposed to a, a standard ship. Absolutely. <coughs> Thanks, uh, Diana,
0: for, but, for joining us today.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you.